class, and welcome to the 17th episode of A Plus Anime. I am your once substitute teacher, but now full-time teacher, because Ian's never coming back. He hates us all. He's retired to America. So I am Nate OJ, and with me today, we have another TA, another Alex, two weeks in a row. Mr. O'Neill this time. How are you, bud? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me in your classroom. I'm honoured. Oh, that's all right. So we'll get into the technical stuff because Ian loves that stuff. So on this show, we take the top rated anime and test them to see if they get an A plus or an F and try to learn a little bit on the process. On today's episode, we will be covering Sword Art Online, the show that everyone either absolutely loves or absolutely hates. There is no middle ground with for this. And I... I honestly didn't know this until you literally posted that one tweet like ages back that was like, hate, I screw all the haters of Sword Art Online. And I was just like, I thought everybody liked this show. And it was just just pure hatred in the tweet oh, yeah. replies to that. Oh, yeah. So, so... If you are new to this anime, just a heads up if you have opinions of this anime, because, like, people have strong opinions of Sword mm-hmm. Art Online. But we'll get into that a bit later. Remember, these are is our summer season, so this is just a whole list of that me and Ian put together for this season of just newish animes and just animes that we love that weren't covered in the first season, so... Just listen, make sure you listen to the end of each episode for what ep- what show we will be listening to next week. And let's get into it. So, Alex, where might people know, like, what, how are you famous on the internet these days, the kiddies say? Fa- famous being like a, the operative word. <laughs> I like how um, both of us did air quotes and you oh can't yeah. see that in audio. So oh, no, not at all, but you can feel it. You yeah, can you feel, feel it coming. I feel it. Um, I, I host a video games podcast. It's called Irrational Passions Podcast. I am the editor of IrrationalPassions.com, um, host of other podcasts like Monthly Passions Podcast and Input, a video games news show. Um, very good audio podcast. It's also written articles and reviews and opinion pieces and videos on Irrational Passions. You should check them out. It's real rad. Been doing that for like a hot minute. Um, yeah, yeah, this year? Think, you started it this year? Uh, yeah, no, it's been like seven. <laughs> But like, that's fine. That's a common misconception. Yeah. Uh, I also, now that I'm on an anime podcast, uh, I can uh, drop my my hot anime rhymes. I was once the co-host of Malicious Underground Podcast X, an anime podcast hosted by IrrationalPassions.com, um, hosted by my friend Gregory Blaney, uh, which is no more. But uh, I I got some anime podcasting roots. So was, is there ways the to find, are these podcasts still out there? They might be. I, they, if they were anywhere, they'd be on iTunes. Um, I'm going to have to track I watched these down. A lot, yeah, I watched a lot more anime back then. Well, um, that's, that, that is a good segue. How did you get, what got you into anime? Like, what, what's, your, what's your roots of the deep anime? The deep, the deep I was going to say something dirty, but I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> Yeah, we are in a respectable classroom. <laughs> I keep sir. forgetting why I'm not on four Yanks at the moment. I'm I'm on the respectable A plus. So it's, it's keep, keep. I'm I'm breaking down your walls. Yeah, you know? I'm just like I'm pulling you in. Mm. Um, so like I, I Toonami is for sure like a big part of it. I feel like uh, most 
people that you have on would probably talk about Tsunami. Yeah. I, I, I don't know for sure. I've never listened to this show. I'll be honest. I'll admit it here. Yeah, um, right. uh, but I um, first got introduced to anime with Saturday morning cartoons, WB Kids. Shout out to WB Kids. So you um, are a morning person because when I was talking to Van Aken last week, his anime was in the afternoon, which was for me weird because – my anime as a kid was in the morning as well, like before school, Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Digimon, Beyblades. Well, there, there are like three periods, right? Yeah. Of life where it was in that the morning, then afternoon, then evening, right? So um, there was uh, WB Kids, like the morning block. It's like four hours, it's just straight anime. Uh, and my, I have two older brothers, um, and they were the ones that would watch. Dragon Ball Z on WB Kids every Saturday morning. So, like, they started getting me up and having me watch with them. Um, and, like, I jumped right into DBZ at the Frieza arc, um, like, past the, like, Namekian arc, I guess, like you could say. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I remember, like, one of the few things in elementary school where I was, like, I missed something and I had to, like, go back was, like, when Pokemon premiered uh, when I was in first or second grade. And it was like, did you see, like, like Saturday? And I was like, no, like, what is it? And it's like, oh, Pokemon's, like, the coolest show ever. You get, like, a pocket monster, and you go out and you train. It's, like, great. And, like, so then that was what got me into, like, making sure I didn't miss the Saturday morning block. Yeah. So it was, like, DBZ, Pokemon, uh, and Yu-Gi-Oh!, it's like this one show called like I think Cubics or something. God, or, that sounds familiar. You're right. Like I yeah. think it's something like that with like robots made of cubes. Um, super like it was like a 3D anime. Did you get um, that other one? Like it was like you the guys had like it was like Pokemon, but they had like mini robots, and like the main dude had a robot that was like nearly bee like. I'm pretty sure. God, I can't I feel remember. Like, what... I feel like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. God. Um, and like that, like. That would, like, lead into Pokemon, Digimon, um, you know, DBZ, like, all the big ones. Uh, and then, like, I guess I don't know if I, like, phased out of that era or if, like, WB Kids stopped doing Saturday morning. Mm. I mean, like, WB Kids isn't even around. It's, like, all the CWs at Network now. Yeah. Um, so, like, I would watch the anime in the morning on Saturdays and then the afternoons I'd, like, watch, like, Cartoons like Animaniacs and stuff. Yeah. Um, when I get home from school on weekdays. Then, like, I stopped watching that or, like, they just stopped showing anime. And then Toonami came around. So, like, right when I get back from school, like, your two to four hour block of Toonami, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Um, I'm trying to think, like, other anime they put on Toonami. I can't think of, like, the afternoon Toonami block of anime. Yeah. Because, like, then you jump to years later, it's, like, the Saturday block of Toonami where it's, like, Naruto and Yu Yu Hakusho and then the Adult Swim anime blocks where it's, like, uh, Blue Cross or Blue Exorcist, which, whichever the two. I don't remember. I've um, only just started Blue Exorcist myself. Recently. Yeah, I never, like, really watched it. Like, I would only catch, like, episodes here and there. Full Metal Alchemist, obviously, really big one. Yeah. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho was probably bigger for that for me. Um and yeah, so like it was like pretty pretty much tsunami, um, like WB Kids to afternoon tsunami to Saturday tsunami to like Adult Swim anime blocks, um, and now like Adult Swim and tsunami are like the same thing. So, uh, yeah, anime's real good. Yeah, Watch. so we'll go into a bit of midlife. So like, 
What what are like the anime like, like that really resonate with you these days? Like what what's give me like a I'm not gonna make you like rate your top three, but like what comes to your mind when you say like somebody says like what's some of your favorite anime? Obviously, Sword Art Online, which we'll get yep. to, um, which might is my favorite anime. Um, but Yu Yu Hakusho is a huge one. Dragon Ball Z is like the easy pick. Uh, because, people, like, be, yeah, because people like shit on that because so many people love it. But like, for people, it, it, it's a classic. Yeah, you know? like it is. It is. It is an anime of its time. Like that's the one thing I keep shitting on. Like on Dragon Ball Super at the moment. It's mm-hmm. an anime that I think I've mentioned a few times on the show that it's an anime that feels out of its time. Like it still mm-hmm. feels like a '90s anime, but at the time, at an, as a '90s anime, it was really good. Like, yes, yeah. they charge for three or four episodes, but man, like the episode where he finally like shot the spirit ball or the Kamehameha or he turned Super Saiyan, like four episodes of charging up, you were like, oh my god, it's happening and stuff. It, it was just, uh, yeah. I love Dragon it was great. Ball Z. Like yeah. Dragon, Ball, Dragon Ball Z is a classic. And like the thing is, what was nice for me was like, I got to see Dragon Ball Z all the way through cell. Well, you, you, um, well, you started at the good time. Cause the Namekian like saga, which is between first season and like is the halfway, the half yeah, like of the, like second the season stuff. It's like, yeah. it drags on a little bit, but once you get to like but the actual, it, yeah, cause stuff, it's really great. that's where they try to th- kind of like flow back to being dragon ball, where it's more like an adventure when they're going searching and stuff like that, which yeah. was what dragon ball was about. And then I think that's they realized, say. yeah, they think they had like a different audience, which we used to who wanted just fighting, which is, now, which pretty much completely what Dragon Ball Z turned into after Namekian, because a lot of people didn't like the Namekian because that's not the Dragon Ball Z that they wanted. They wanted yeah. fighting. And that's what I was going to say. Like, the cool thing is I get to see Dragon Ball Z through Cell. Yeah. Um, and then I got to watch all of Dragon Ball on yeah. Toonami. Like, and Dragon Ball, fantastic. You know, obviously, I know. Like, Dra- Dragon Ball is probably the superior show just because it has a better through line. That, that's why that's why charging. I'm one of the people that likes Dragon Ball GT because like Dragon Ball GT was a complete throwback to Dragon oh, yeah. Ball. It was, it was like, what if we did Dragon Ball again and it's weird? Yeah, and that and, and that's what like, I mean. People came off Dragon Ball Z wanting Dragon Ball Z, and then they're like, no, nah, we want to be Dragon Ball again. And people are like, nah, nah, fam, I just want them fighting each other. I don't care about story. I just want people beating the yeah. shit out of each other. GT is really good. Like, you yeah. know, it's not canon anymore, and it's no. like, like it never was really. But like. Just like the original Full Metal Alchemist anime, like I think like you can appreciate GT in a vacuum. Yes. And it's like still really fun and it's it is a great entertainment piece. So mm. uh and it's it is a great mix of like the ideas of Dragon Ball and the ideas of Dragon Ball Z toward the end. Yes. Uh, with like the Shenron saga and stuff. Um so like yeah, Dragon Ball is a classic. Like it, it's easy to shout out. Um it's the foundation of a lot of stuff. I went back, I was like, I want to rewatch some Dragon Ball Z, but I don't want to rewatch Dragon Ball Z because it would take forever. So I watched yeah. DBZ Kai HD. Yeah, yeah, Kai is really good because they cut. Kai's fantastic. That's the that's cuts out the complaint where everyone has like where as I said takes four episodes to charge up and stuff. They cut that really down to like nearly half an episode. So it's great. DBZ Kai is like if you want to go watch DBZ right now and watch Kai, 
um, just because it's like there's the Blu-rays out there, version. or you can watch it on streaming services. And it's done now, so it's like all the way through Majin yeah. Buu. So if you wanted to to see it through, you could. Um, yeah, Kai's great. Like it gets a bad rap, I think, because it's like oh, it took out all the fun. It's like no, like it's just like it makes it consumable to watch DBZ again. It yeah, more accessible to everybody rather yeah. than just your hardcore it's, DBZ fans. Yeah, you can still have your DBZ too. You can still go back and watch Dragon Ball Z. Don't worry. Like it's still Yeah, they there. haven't disappeared. So that takes us to a uh, like current. So like what are you watching now? Like, uh like the only show I watch like like literally weekly now is yes. My Hero Academia. Um yeah. I'm pretty is, excited. Like you were if Narbishin wasn't available, you you were kind of the one that I wanted to bring on because you're really recent into it. So I wanted your mm-hmm. opinion. So like, yeah, so what what got you, what got you hooked? What what are you loving? Why are you coming? Why is it the thing you come back to each week? I like it's crazy because like I haven't watched anime on a weekly basis since I was like fourteen, maybe yeah. like maybe. <laughs> um, so it's it's cool to have that again. Um, it's like, you know, it's a speedy show. Like it moves at a good clip. It's super well paced. I know it's nearly Naruto Kai, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it is like you took the concept of Kai and applied it to Naruto and it's just like, yes. Okay. Cause there's always something that happening, but it doesn't feel rushed. Yes. Um, it doesn't. Cause Cause I don't know where you're up to. Have you got like the froggy episode? No, that's like the next one I get to okay, see. Okay, because that's our first episode of filler, and yeah. it was the first time I've ever seen a filler. So, for anyone new to the anime, uh, like realm, filler is any episode that they put out that wasn't brought from the manga. Like, so mm-hmm. the, the 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 paper copy of the comic book of Mm -hmm. the anime you're watching. So usually they do it to fill in time if the anime is catching up to the manga itself because it takes a lot more time to draw a manga and write a manga than it is to translate that over to anime. So Naruto has, like, seasons of it. Some of them have, like, complete arcs and stuff like that. Some have even ruined an anime, like Bleach. It's 100% of the reason why that show got cancelled because the fillers were terrible. But... Back to my original point, it's the first time I've ever seen a filler episode come out and everyone's like, holy fuck, I love this episode. So Yeah, that's what I've heard. Like, that's what Nabushin told me. And, uh, yes. He, uh, like, I, they say in the preview before that episode, which, again, the last episode I watched, like, this was made just for the anime. I'm like, oh. But they make it sound like it's like, this is, like, bonus. Like, it's, yeah. like, bonus content. I'm like, okay, I'm into that. And, like, I like all the characters on My Hero Academia, except, like, what's his face like the antagonistic boy oh you're with his bomb hands but like again i i know they're setting him up for an arc and it's just like they have not delivered on any of that yet so i'm like i'm not it's not like i've given up on him i'm just not there yet let's just say he has a sasuke like arc nearly and man it it is so good like so good but yeah if you want to like skip through the episode we had with Narbushin god you you want to listen if you think you dislike that character you have not seen the hatred that pours out of Ian's mouth for that character he thinks (laughs) he like he he not only thinks it's a bad character like you know, like you can hate a character like Joffrey on Game of Thrones, but like mm-hmm. he's still a good character in the way of he's written perfectly for you to hate him yeah. as a character. But 
Ian hates him in general. Like, he doesn't even want him on the show, literally. Like, he's he doesn't even want that character in... Oh, man. It was no, it, yeah. was, it was insane. But he I love him. Yeah, he serves a really great purpose yes. as, like, the foil character, right? Like, mm. as, like to Deku, like... And every, like, here... Like, every Goku needs a Vegeta, right? Like, you know, you need it. You need yeah. that... Every Naruto needs a Sasuke. Like, yeah. you need a foil or else, like, there's no real conflict. Well, that's why I like my hero, because he nearly has two. He's got... um. Baku and he's got Toto as well because Toto is yeah. nearly like like that cool calm I'm the best at everything Sasuke but then he hasn't got that like grudge on like he has his grudge on his shoulder for his dad but that's like yeah. that's it like he yeah, just but wants like he's mature you know yes yeah well you've got the mature foil and the like the immature one yes um, so yeah more like a Vegeta crazy yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It, it, it keeps that show interesting. And, yeah. like, there are other characters with their own, like, kind of stories to tell. But we um, just need to get rid of Belly McShoot Laser. <laughs> God, I, I fucking... Him. Dude, I oh, love him. I only hate him because there's so, there's, there's so many other characters in, like, the B class and the general studies class. I would love to move up to that A class. I know, I know. Like I the know. mind control guy, God, I love him. And then the other, the guy who does the stone skin instead of the, or no, he does metal skin instead of stone yeah. skin. Like, yeah. the, have you have you seen them two working together? Yeah, I've I've seen a little bit of that. God, Real yeah, great. those. I just, I love how adorable they are. It's <laughs> so beautiful those two together. So you, yeah, yeah. So, it's, and, uh, it, my, my hero is really great. Now, like, I think it's time for me to drop my like anime sacrilege bomb. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm, you know this, but I don't know if you know what I'm talking about specifically, yeah. is that I, I prefer dubbed anime versus subbed anime. Yes, yes. Uh, and I actually, I'm watching the simul dub of uh, My Hero Academia, which is a, a new thing that Funimation does. Uh, so so really if cool. this is your first episode or new to anime, dub means they use English voice actors for the characters. Usually when it comes out in Japan, they have... Japanese voice actors and they subtitle it. It's called subbed. So there's always two versions of an anime. If it like it, it most anime these days, there's yeah. sub. So you'll just have subtitles and dubbed means it's dubbed over the Japanese voices with English voices. Mm-hmm. But my hero academia is one of those ones. That's like very well done. Oh, dubbed. super well done for yeah. sure. Apart I've seen from, the, like the I first hate, episode. I Japanese. just hate all might now because like, the di- the dude who does his voice does like Piccolo and stuff like yeah. that, and and now I just he's done so many roles now that I'm just like I I, I, I don't <laughs> I don't want his voice anymore because he just it draws me back out. Like I, like, I just I, like I just the think Piccolo voice and, specifically. Like I think he does a, a good job. For that oh, he character. does an amazing job. It's it's my personal bias that like draws me out now because I see Piccolo. Yeah. I see like I literally see now every character he's been. Yeah. Over the time, so it's um, it's really good. But I, the like, an- I, the ancient proverb goes, "Dub is the gateway to sub, and sub is the gateway to the manga." That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I like I like that's what happened with Naruto for me. Like you know, I I watched it, uh, and I still like when I watch it. I prefer to watch it dub. But like yeah. I've I watched a few subs, and then I just started reading Naruto. Yeah, you I, you, I you get to the point where you want to you. It's out there, like, because the dub usually comes out, for anyone listening, comes out a, a week or two, or if it's not that popular, it can even come out a year later, the dub. So mm-hmm. if you're watching dub and you get to that point, like, 
I'll use the Game of Thrones example. Like, imagine if you could get that next episode of Game of Thrones without waiting to the next week or a year or something like that. So a lot of people get to that point where they're like, fuck it, I'll just watch the sub. And then once you get catch up with sub, the manga's always a year ahead as well. So if you start reading the manga, you're going to know even more. So yeah, that's it. It's hard to resist. Like, like the only thing I did, the only show I did that with was Naruto because I knew it was ending. Um, yeah. And I wanted to read the ending, which was worth it. So yes. God, that ending. Um, All right. So good. So good. We've, we've said enough of other anime. Let's get into, let's get into it. Sword art online. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it give a brief like description of this. It's literally like if you mixed Spy Kids two, the plot of that, <laughs> with the Matrix. All right. So it's it's set in I think it's yeah the year twenty uh, twenty twenty two, where mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who's not a video game guy, uh, a massive multiplayer online v- virtual reality game. So you put on a headset and it literally like takes you into the game matrix style and so like it it gets released to only like ten thousand people so ten thousand people around the world get to play this game and they are on trying to log out of the game that day find out there's no logout button Mm -hmm. and then the creator of the game appears in the game and tells them you can never get out of this game until the game somebody finishes the game and if you die in the game, you die in real life. And that's pretty you, much the premise of this game. If you die in the game, game, you die for real. Yeah. It's like they took that Sp- joke and they ran with it. Spy Kids. I told yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Remember when Elijah Wood died in Spy Kids? Yeah. He was, was the chosen one. Up. He was the chosen one. He died. <laughs> he so messed up. Um, yeah. That's, that right, is Alex. the setup. Yeah. You've, you've kept yourself contained for long mm-hmm. enough. Now tell him. Tell, Tell me why you love this. This is this is your like you just said before your number one anime. Yeah. Um, oh man, I've like I've written so many. Th- there are blog posts on my blog, um, which I write every Sunday on uh, alexloneal.tumblr.com. I've written a comment like total about four thousand words about sort right. of online. Let, on there. Let, let me let me. I'll ask a few questions. Yeah. What is what is the main thing? Is it is it the love story? Yeah. Is it is it the world? Mm-hmm. Is it is it that just that premise of like being stuck like that? Because the it's only first half of the season one that like this premise kind of holds thing where like you cannot get out like that. It's near it's nearly a horror story. The first half of that, like it really really is like it has like a super horror moment. So like, what is the main thing that? Because like as you said, you've written many of that, but like. Which one of those is the real, like, kicker? Like, I mean, like, if I had to narrow it down to just one, like, the love story definitely speaks to me the most. But, like, generally, it's just, it is such a nuanced, it, it is a nuanced story that they're telling. Mm. Uh, it is just so well executed in such, like, a completely unorthodox way like there's nothing stereotypical about how sword art online is formatted as a show save for like the second half of the show yeah. i think like the, the the pacing of the second half and the that the plot line of that is like the only stuff stereotypical part of it and you know that's the weakest part of it but in in my opinion that those first 14 episodes that take place in sao the game are perfect 
Because they jump around. Like, that was the. F- was that ever confusing for you the first time watching it? Like, for anyone that hasn't only watched first episode, each episode does time jumps. Like, they mm-hmm. don't go, like, when the f- when episode one finishes, the second episode pretty much picks up straight. Like, the first episode, I, w- I wrote it down. It's a month. It's a month yeah. between first episode and second episode. So, like, yeah. so much stuff changes and stuff like that. So, sometimes it, that is one of the negatives I've always, like, the first se- half of the season I kind of had with it. Where, like, yeah. I, I didn't, I wasn't in a mood to fully pay attention when I first started watching that. Like, and you really do because the time jumps can disorient you just a tiny little bit. Because sure. I was like, because the first time I thought I missed an episode, I went back and I was like, did I miss an episode? And yeah, so I figured it out. Yeah, they did time jumps and stuff like that. It was it's super alarming. You know? Like when I first watched, I was like, whoa, like I because it wasn't until like episode four where I was like, I figured out what they're doing with the show. Yes. Um, and it like. It, it took me a while to believe that it would be great, but like as soon like I think it is three or four episode three or four where it's like I'm in like I see yes. what you're going for and this is actually secretly the best way to do this um, because again it is not I it's the the setup of that first episode is like okay the story of this entire twenty five episode season is going to be them going from floor one to floor one hundred and beating the game right they they make you believe that and then like. They change your expectation with the second episode. They change it with the third and they change it every episode until like it, the pacing grinds to a halt. So it can tell you like this story about these two characters yes. and then like it picks up again and then it ends like, and it's just like, it is so surprising without being like surprising for the sake of being surprising. If that makes sense. Like mm. it has a point to it. Uh, and it's supposed to feel like it comes out of left field and they just, they just nail it. And it's just, Oh, it's so good. I know. Um, I think, I think because it does, like, it's one of those things that because it does so much different, that's why I think it gets the hate as well. Because like people mm-hmm. liked sometimes just the ordinary, like they don't want things to go outside the box. They just want the cookie cutter, like as like we we said my hero academia like it's amazing like it is amazing but it doesn't do anything really out of the ordinary like yeah, it doesn't just, subvert your expectations it, like i like to say it does like the blizzard model like mm-hmm. it just picks somebody else's idea and just makes it the best version of what it is yeah, like o- really overwatch is just the best hero shooter you'll ever play Mm-hmm. There was other hero shooters before that. World of Warcraft. It's not the first MMO, but it did it so fucking well. But something like Sword Art Online, it just, it's nearly like, oh, what, what is it? Like, it's nearly like a Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. Like it does something so different that it's just so jarring to people that aren't coming in expecting a cookie cutter version that they're like, oh no, I don't want this. I, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to like this. I don't want to enjoy this new style and yeah, I love, I really love sort of, so I'll get into my thing. I fucking love, like, God, I remember watching two episodes and then getting my girlfriend and I was like, nah, we'll, we'll restart it. And I hardly ever grab Anna to watch an anime with me. Cause I'm like, I know she will absolutely love the style and all that. It's also, it got me into that genre of anime of like the people sucked into a universe kind of mm-hmm. thing like 
yes, the, in this one it's a video game, but there's other ones that like they get sucked into this or that. Yo, man, let's the, talk about Digimon. Like, let's go. Well, there you go. <laughs> yes, Digimon. It's just like like normal humans in like new normal yeah main life humans getting sucked into a fantasy world like it's so much more believable to me than somebody who lives per like lives their whole life in a fantasy universe like i like that like getting drawn into that universe so things like there's log log horizon is another one um god i watched i can't remember dot i hack. watched uh, dot hack yeah, is the big one dot hack and yeah they're just God, I loved it. And as you said, the the relationship between... I'll get into some characters. Kirito is the mm. main guy who you'll be following most of this anime. Well, pretty much all of it, yeah. 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 And then Asuna is the chick he falls in love with and they have their thing and stuff like that. The only kind of... See... The only problem I have is in the second half where she stops being the awesome character she is in the first half and yeah. becomes the stereotypical princess in the tower yeah. scenario. They literally, no, she goes from like a powerful female character, one of the most powerful female characters yes. I've seen in an anime, just period, to mm. literally an object to save. I know. and It's a bummer. I, like, it's I a love, super bummer. I love it and hate it, though, because like, you needed something. I, I wish there could have been something else that they could have used, but it was something to keep the plot going. And like, because of their love in that first half, like it gives depth it, it to exactly. Yeah. So like if it happened the other way around, I would be a bit more like I would discard it completely. Like if she was the princess in the tower from the start, and then became the amazing hero, I'd be a little less like... Eh. It's just like, you know, and there, there's, like, obviously the one scene... Yes. Out ...where she's, like, the one time she, like, breaks out and tries to be clever, she, like, gets grabbed by these tentacle monsters. And it's yes. like, why are these in, in here for one? And, like, this is gross, why? Um, yeah. And I think if they played a little bit more around with it, or, like, the better way to have done it would just to have not shown... Asuna's perspective at all just show Kirito believing that she was at the top there and yes. then turning out that she was, but not knowing for sure. Um, See, yeah, it, yeah. The one scene, like the one scene before that, is it's it's still the scene I really love and really hate. I, I'm not going to spoil this for anyone because they need to see that scene. But and mm-hmm. but Alex 100 knows what it is because it's the con- mm-hmm. controversial scene as well. Mm-hmm. And but. It, God, there's nothing that gives depth to a story as much as, like, that kind of, like, just hopelessness. There's no more hopelessness, which is terrible. Like, I wish there was another thing that gave hopelessness as much as a scene like that. But I I cannot think at all that anything gives more hopelessness than that, which is terrible. And it, it is an overused trope in film, movies, video games. But it is a reason why, because there is nothing more hopelessness than that kind of scenario. Yeah, it is. So, like, I'll I'll say this, like, just to summarize, like, the first 14 episodes, perfect. Um, There's a lot of stuff in in the second half that's weird and, like, culture shock. Like, you know, his quote-unquote sister loving him. Um, Like, the relationship they have, the, you know, woman in the tower, and, like, kind of, like the penultimate scene with the antagonist and like having an antagonist that is just like a shitty 
villain. He's just a mm. super bad villain. Just super boring, super one note, nothing yes. good about him. Stereotypical, so like, very, very stereotypical. Oh, just the most. And it's like there are really bad things and problems with the second half. And like Kirito is kind of perfect, right? Like he nothing bad ever happens and he does great and he's great. Yeah. Um and he's like the the one also. Yeah. Kind of. He's um, Neo. He literally that's what I said. He's yeah. like it's Matrix. He's Neo. Yeah. He's legit Neo. Exactly. Um but like the things that are good about it and the point of all of that to get to where they are at the end is just it's so so worth it. That like it doesn't like it does matter, but the goods just far outweighs the bad. But the thing is, like, I'm not one of those people that says if you don't like this, you're crazy. Like, there's so many reasons not to like Sword that's Art. What, that's Online. what I said. Yeah, that's why I love it so much because the imperfections are what I love it about it. Genuine. Because yeah, yes, it's just oh fuck, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. I'll ask it a little bit. Like we've we've been skimming spoilers like a little. Like we've been mm-hmm. getting close. But I'll, I'll t- I ask you. Like, do you like second season? Like, uh, second half of second season is a bit like. I think that was just done for the fans. I don't really count that as part of the whole story whatsoever. Like when do you they mean go like back, Gun Gale. Like no, no, no. The, the second half of season two. Like when they do the Elfheim again and all that. I'm just like, bleh. Um, I haven't actually really seen it. Yeah, like I, don't, I got, you don't need to. I think yeah. I think I genuinely think it was just made for like here's some more for the fans if you want. Yeah, like but it, that's that's the thing. Like I watched the Gun Gale arc and I thought it was cool. Yes, and that's they, what I was they, gonna about. Like, yeah, do you like the gun? I arc? do. Like, I I love the game and the mechanics of the game, yes. especially Gun Gale is like a super fascinating. And they get a little bit more into the mechanics of the game in the anime. Um, it's worth noting that Sword Art Online is based on a light novel series. Um, mm. and I, I've not read it, but I really want to, yes. um, gun is a really interesting game. They, the thing is like, they try and go for something interesting and they, they succeed in some ways and they don't in others. Um, like the, the main character that they're kind of circulating around, like her trauma. I really it, love her though. Like, I like, I really great. love like she's, her as a character. She's a very good character. It's just like the way her trauma is displayed is just it's weird. Um, mm. And, but like, I like seeing those characters. I like their relationship for me in my heart. Like, I'm glad it didn't, I, I'm glad it never turned into a relationship thing. Yeah. Like it was um, just buddies, pals, friends looking after each other. Yeah. I mean, they definitely imply yeah. that there's like feelings on one side. Yeah. Um, I like that. They never like Kirito never falls for anyone, but Asuna. like they're just, they're together. I know. It's just like it's, it, ne- it, it's, it's nice. so perfect yet so sickening nearly at the same time. Oh, it's like great. He like just, I, he just I love the fucking sappiness. loves her. Like it's yeah. so oh, it's great. I love yeah, it. It's All right, super so great. we'll go into first episode. So first episode is literally that him coming into the Kirito coming into the universe. You learn like a, about the universe. You learn about the creator. You learn about the the Netgear, which is like the VR headset that you put on that like takes you into the universe. Um, what else have oh, I know? I wrote. Like, the, Kaiba is like the best villain ever. <laughs> like I'm just gonna throw it out. I know there. that that's that's yeah. That's what I was gonna. I I want. I didn't want to bring it up when we were talking like j- just general overview. But yeah. he is such an amazing character, and that's He's why it makes the like I I didn't even write him down his name. The guy in the second in the second half because 
Kayaba is just so good of a, like it. He's <laughs> so such good. a Be, like <sighs> the final scene. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm just like I'm just gonna say like the final scene with that kind of like yes. w- where he goes like in that arc is just like. From beginning, because you see him at the end of the first episode, he's in this big red robe, and he's like, yeah, this is like Sword it, Online, you're trapped. Like, yeah. it's He's so menacing, and it's it's just like he's such an ethereal figure. Like, you don't see him again for, like, episodes, like, for so well, he, long. Well, like, even when he shows up finally, he's still not himself either. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still got his avatar and stuff like that. Or he and is, it, like, more himself than he is otherwise. And, like... There's, and then there's... the and then the final scene. I think it is in it's in Elfheim. That final scene he has with him, where he, the the egg scene and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's just such a beautiful scene as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh man, yeah. Right. So back, yeah, back to first episode. But this is where he meets. Uh, oh god, I wrote his name down. Klein. Klein. Yeah. Like he like his friend Klein. Watching it again, there's a photo where they show like a whole bunch of people at the store. Klein's in that photo. I didn't even notice until I rewatched it again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he meets Klein, shows him how to like. It's also like a good use to like introduce the the viewer to how the world works as well. He's like teaching Klein how to play the game, like loading up an attack while he's yeah. fighting the boars and stuff. Which is a beautiful scene. There's amazing scenery. It's like it's every beautiful jrpg you've ever played like background like it's so beautiful yeah the world what, what i really love too and like it's it's the things that i notice on like my second third and fourth viewing of sword on online is like it really sets up kirito as like he's a really socially awkward kid like you know he's yeah, like 16 but he's super like f- like he's friendly he, he likes yeah. people yeah he's, he's a friendly, friendly. loner but if like he's mean. a loner, yeah. Like he doesn't yeah. have, a, he clearly doesn't have a lot of friends. Uh, he doesn't really know how to talk to people. He's awkward, and it's just like it's really, really subtle how they set him up like that. And Klein's like, "Oh, I have like other friends I was going to play with." And the idea of Kirito being in this social environment like clearly like, makes nah. him super he's, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I, it's just it is such a super subtle character trait, and they like revisit it in really interesting ways as the series goes on and he becomes more comfortable talking to people. Yes. It's just, it's like the whole, the whole like first two episodes set, like first one sets him up as that loner. And then that second episode, like forces him to be even a more loner, like Mm -hmm. sort of spoilers. Like you, you find out in the first episode, he's a beta tester. So like Mm -hmm. he was one of the only like 1000 people in the world that got to play this game even before it came out as an official release. Mm -hmm. And yeah, beta testers become the hated people in that game. I'm not going to explain why or anything. You can see when you get into the second episode, but that like forces him to be even more a loner and stuff like that. And like isolates him even from even like the people that he might've had a chance of becoming hey there, friends listener. with. Thank you so much like for checking out a plus anime. If like you like the, the show, there are more like it on okkbeast.com. Like you should check like out the okbeast podcast where Eden and blessing talk video games and him. more. Like, yes. Also like check out the okbeast channel for all the nerdy content that you for everybody else take. on his Thank own shoulders. Exactly. Like, God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's again, it's all incredibly subtle, very quick and quiet, and it's never like in your face about why he's doing it. You have to really kind of pick up on the facial expressions and the context clues. It's just like there's attention to detail in SAO that I feel you don't get in a lot of yes. kind of mainstream, really big anime, and it's cool. Yes. Um then then the then the big twist finally hits in that first episode where 
Klein tries to log out of the game mm-hmm. and then there's no log out button. And mm-hmm. then Kirito has a look and he can't log out as well. And then like, yeah, Klein starts freaking out just a bit, like not as freaking out as a later scene, but, and then I, I, I had to put my Ian hat on and start listening to like Ian, you haven't listened, but like Ian fucking loves mute, like sound effects, background music and all that. That's his jam. I always, it always goes over my head and I always miss it. But this episode I was like, since Ian's not here, I'm, I'm going to do the Ian bit. <laughs> and man, in that scene, like when he first, I can't log out. That's where like I brought up before, where it's like, it has like this horror tone to it. Like, like tension and like anxiety is all just like, it's so hard to describe what the music is, but like, that's the feeling that music starts giving you. And then all of a sudden it just goes dead quiet. There is no mm-hmm. background music. There's no sound apart from the two talking to each other. Like the dread has yeah. hit them. And all you hear is like the crickets and stuff. And it's such a beautiful scene. Like you haven't even got into the, like the ultimate terror bit yet. And you're already as a viewer, like, as I've always said, like I never noticed the sound effects and background music, but this is perfectly what it's doing. It's like luring the viewer into this like sense of dread and all that, that they're going to be experiencing these 15 episodes leading up to, yeah, the end. But after that, they get all teleported to the main hub. Like every player in the 10,000 players in the game all get teleported in. That's when Kaiba shows up. Like that's another beautiful scene. Like it's just like the script, like the the, the sky like kind of splits, yeah, and then like blood starts dripping off, and then that blood kind of comes together to form like a red cloak. Like, man, side twist. Yeah, is this where Griffin got the idea for the red yeah. coats? The red robes. So here it is. The red robes. <laughs> Somebody go listen to the Adventure Zone. We'll find out. Yes. Um. um it's it's yeah, like so, that, and he and he's a ma- like he's a ma- like a maskless, like he faceless. Yeah, yeah. like he's, he's just, just like this f- ominous, like what you would imagine a final boss looks like. Yes, um, and then it's like the mirror, like the item. But no, not even out. the final boss, but like just just like the boss that never you in like the boss in games you never verse, like that boss that ha- the final the final boss in that game is his minion. Like you mm-hmm. never verse him because he's just this like godlike character nearly. Like he doesn't even fuck with you because there's no chance you're beating him. Like that kind of like just yeah, man, where it's you see such his level good... and it's just skulls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's the then he drops the mirror in everyone's inventory. Everyone pulls it out and their face changes to what they actually look like, which is like again a super subtle thing, and they never talk about it again. But like there's a character you see after she like transforms into what she looks like. And she has a different color hair than when you actually meet her later in the show. And yeah. it's like, you re- like I watch it the second time. I'm like, Oh, that's that person. And she dyed her hair in game to make herself look different. And it's like, there's just, yes. This, like, I'm psych- so glad you picked something up like that. <gasps> this, like this psychology of it. And it's just so good. And again, like they never talk about the fact that they all look like how they actually look. Again, because yeah, they spend years, like, slight spoilers, they, they, yes, they spend some years in this game, like, living this life for two and a half years mm-hmm. in this fantasy world. So, like, yeah, people change and people, there's people that commit suicide, there's people that, like, just freak the fuck out. Like, it is, it is, as I said, and they're nearly kids. a horror. Yeah. Like, again, like, they're children that 
are trapped in the game, like actual kids, and maybe they came in with their parents, and then their parents died, and their kids are there. It's like there's so much. Y- all the questions you ask, like they probably broach your answer in some way. Um, and it's really smart, even if it doesn't spend a lot of time on those answers, because it leaves yeah. more to your imagination because it's more interesting that way. Mm. Um, I- yeah, it's it's a really powerful first episode. And like you God, said, like yes. there's a horror. This it's horrific. Like yes. they never like when it cut when Kaiba leaves the town square and it's just all of them together, like people just start screaming. Like it's just it's terrifying. And Kirito just books it because he's like, I know exactly what I need to do. Yeah. Um like it, it it can nearly be seen as a dickish move because like he's trying to get to the things that are gonna make him be able to like handle himself in this world before anybody else. But it's also like he kind of needs to do that because, you know, like you find out his character later, like he is a protecting character. Like he is the loner, but he's still a protecting character. Yeah, he and he wants to finish the game so everyone can get out. Like that yeah, is what it's a su- Yeah, it's a subconscious thing of like him either being able to protect them day to day or even, as you said, finish the game so to help everybody out because he knows he doesn't know he's the one yet, but mm-hmm. he knows he's got talent and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's man, it's such a good... But that also, that's when Klein kind of rushes up to him. He's like, nah, stick, stick with us. I've got a group. We can do this. Like, he gives him that nearly second chance again to be, a, like, a team even after, like... Because, like, the first time it's just like, oh, yeah, nah, nah. I don't, I don't really want to hang out with your friends because, yeah. Yeah, I'm shy. Yeah. Say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm shy and all that. But then, like, this is a whole different scenario where, like, you'll die in this yeah. game. You should team up with people so you have less chance to die. Yeah. And maybe finish the game. And he still, you sh- it shows more of how much of a loner he is because he's like, nah, I'm still, still, it's still not me, man. Like it's, I, I think he even says it's not me. Yeah. And like, it's like, no, y- you can like, you can just draw a lot from like his character of like, he's afraid that of being responsible for someone else dying. Yes. And it's just like he would rather be alone and die alone and have that be on his own terms than like put somebody else in danger. It's just, yeah, it's, there's a lot of subtlety to that character that doesn't get enough credit. But what I really like is the end, the very, very, very end of the first episode, we actually see the red palace, like the, the last floor. It's the only time we see it in the entire show. Um, because obviously like things change, uh, and there's just the big list of names, right? The wall of names. Yes. Uh, and it shows Kirito and Asuka's name. Um, and like the names. Foreshadowing that, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like. Like that. Like I didn't actually see that until my second view of the show. Because like. Like I watched on Netflix and like it. Like it'll minimize. And it's like, all right, go watch the next episode. So yes. I stayed and watched through the credits to that ending. And it's just like, again, it's a very little thing of like foreshadowing and it's just setting up this world and it's fantastic and the the throne is empty also like that it's a big throne room in a castle and the throne is empty yes um so which foreshadows yet again god it's such a it's such a good show i know i know that's the i it was one of those things where i was just blown away on twitter where i was just like i really thought everybody loved this anime like because i watched like i watched it in a bubble like it i watched it before i was big on twitter and like not big on twitter but like following a lot of people on twitter 
don't don't hate me. I don't I don't think I'm big on Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, just the people coming at you. I was just like, I no, yeah, because it's, it's so good. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. It is up there in my like top five newish anime, mm-hmm. like for sure. Like if it's not second, it's it's a close second of mm-hmm. like the top new anime for me. Mm-hmm. So there we go. There's there's. Sort of like so. Let's do our little rating. How would you rate this first episode? Uh, a From plus. a scale, to, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I'll definitely give this one. Like, it is like we've we've me and Ian have talked now like a lot of talking about a lot of first episodes where a lot of great animes we've watched and like w- reviewed for this show aren't good first episodes. They're they're like a one two episode. Like you need that second episode. My example, like, was Code Geass. Like, there's a lot of cool stuff in first episode, but it's not till second episode where you see that, like, nearly, like, light, like, Death Note light character coming through in Lelouch and stuff like that, where uh, I've gone on record many times in saying that, like, Code Geass is a better version of Death Note. Like, Lelouch is a better version of light. <laughs> like, light, it's... <sighs> I don't want to be critical too hard, but like light's fall is too predictable. Like that's why I was never a big uh, Breaking Bad fan. Like I, I understand it's amazing. Like it is amazing written. It's made, but like, I just don't like the fall of Walter White. Like I like a character, like I I like an anti-hero that never falls. He gets (laughs) very close, but he never falls. And that is like what Lelouch does in, he gets so close and then he does like the ultimate sacrifice and it's just beautiful. God, I love you, Lelouch. I, if you want to talk some shit about Death Note, I mean, I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> no, I like Death Note. It's just I, like I, I don't Note like it. I don't like it as much as everybody else. I like, very much it, do not love it. <laughs> so, no, no. I'm, I, I think H- have I'm you watched the page. movie yet? I haven't. I don't think I will at this point. But you should watch it. Uh, I, I I would. Man, I'm so disappointed. I missed out on. Um, Nabishin, I was supposed to be on the episode of Nabishin's new show where he does like the scat. Like I was coming on and I was terribly ill that day. And I thought I was good up until like five minutes before we recorded. And then I was like, nope, I'm going to throw up. I'm sorry, Nabishin, I can't come on. But I, because I really want to talk about that movie. There's so much that was like, I actually really loved about that show. And I, if it was a TV series, it actually would have been good. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Yeah, and I like I like I had the right expectation of like this is a different yeah. thing. So, we like Mir Mir is an American, like Mir is like people hate her because in the movie because of how she like acts and all that. But I hate Mia in the anime. Like she's yeah. such a stupid Harley Quinn character. Like I know I'm gonna get hate, but I fucking hate Harley Quinn. Harley like these days she's better because she's not with Joker. But I fucking hate Harley Quinn in like the Joker relationship. Like I, hate I, li- that. I, I like Harley Quinn a lot, but like I think people just give her way too much credit. No, yeah, it, it is a Stockholm abusive relationship, and I hate it. Like I really hate the Harley Quinn relationship with Joker. That's mm-hmm. why I like. And then that's all Mia is like. De- like light treats are like shit. She, she fucking loves him, and oh, it's horrible. I hate it. Yeah. But Mia in the movie, amazing. Absolutely amazing. She okay. is. Oh, she does some like 
certain things happen, like with the you know, like with the FBI agents, you know what happens in the anime with with them. But yeah. the way it happens is so much different in the movies and stuff like <laughs> that. And light is he he gets to that point of like crossing into darkness and he says no in the in the movie rather than like light in the series, which is like, yeah. All right. If I'm gonna have to do it, if I'm gonna get my hands dirty, I'm gonna get my hands dirty, and that's what I really like. So, give the movie a try. Like, it's still fucking terrible because every time they try and fit a series into a movie, goddamn Avatar. Don't even get me started. The Last (laughs) Airbender movie. We don't talk about that. That doesn't exist. No. But anyway, so I'll uh, back to our original point. I'll definitely give this an A plus as well. Like, it, it is an amazing. It gives you that dread and sense. Yes, it doesn't introduce you to asthma yet but that's all right like you get like you learn completely about kirito completely in that first episode and you learn about the world completely in that episode and they're the two big things that need to be done in a first episode you need to know the universe you're in and the character you're following there's there's another part of this too um that we didn't touch on but like so the the show starts in the real world right um and shows like the sort of online people lining up to buy it and the nerve gear and everything. And it's very gray. Like there's not a lot of color and you see Kirito and you don't see his face. You just see him smile and then put on the nerve gear. Um, and then when we get into SAO, it's just beautiful and colorful. Um, and like we don't see the real world again for episodes and episodes. Um, and it's just like that. like, you literally see nothing but sword art online when you're in it. Um, so like the perspective of the viewer is the same as the player. Um, yes. and it's just, it's another really subtle touch. Uh, and it's just like the use of that color palette. Uh, it reminds me a lot of, I don't know if you've seen the movie, it's called limitless with Bradley Cooper. It's very oh, good. Look, I love, I love that, that movie. It's Nato J the movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> limitless. Um, but there's like really great use of color palettes of like going yes. from gray to Every time orange. he takes the actual, what's Drug. the, I can't remember the. What is um, the drug? I forget what it's called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every time, yeah, everything comes more like very colorful. And yes. I didn't, I literally, till you said it now, I didn't even make that comparison. And now I can truly see like the, everything is gray and like nearly like winterish, like with the like non snowy winter, like with yeah. the rain and just stuff super like that. Gray, it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. But like it just becomes like this beautiful world. And it's yeah. just the where they go with that as well. Yeah. Sword Art Online is very good. A plus. It, like the second episode, I think is even better. But the first yes. episode is so good. Like, yeah. it, like you can't lose. You just can't. No. All right. So, Alex. Yeah. Thanks for coming. God, I love podcasting with you, boy. I, I've oh. got, I've got to find more animes to this bring you on. I, for. I love to talk about too. So like you, yeah. you, picked, you picked a topic that I'm passionate about. Well, like that's what I tried to do with this season. Like I tried to. Pick as I said at the start. Pick a few anime that are really new. Pick some that me and Ian love, and then just a few friends that I know have passionately talked about an anime. Like I definitely, I there was a hundred percent no way I was not bringing on Narvishan for My Hero Academia. That is how me and like I, I've chatted with Narvishan. Me and him have been good friends, but me and him connecting on My Hero Academia was just something beautiful. Like it was watching like a flower bloom. Like I loved. It. <laughs> So I was definitely bringing him on. There's a couple other people I've got for some other episodes. So hopefully I can secure them for the episodes that I want them on. And hopefully Ian will be joining us. I won't have to have a guest on with me just by myself. But, you know. Sorry, it's just more NATO for me. Yeah. 
All right. So next week we are going to be checking out the super, super fan servicey Killer Kill. Like we we introduced you a little bit into fan service in Food Wars, but we're going deep. We're going deep into the deep dark bowels of anime with Killer Kill. I, saying that though, it is one of my, f- it is in my top five of new anime. It is crazy as hell. It's clothes that are sentient and people trying to take, like clothes trying to take over the world. So that's the anime we'll be covering next week. So make sure to look that up on whatever your streaming service you are and join us next week for that. Alex, well, is there anything beautiful you'd like to plug? Anything Irrational Passions, new out, that new input maybe podcast? Um, input, yes. I think I can talk about it here because we did talk about it in the last podcast and you know about this already as well. There is like a new seasonal show coming from IP all about Destiny. Yeah. Um, so we're announced. Woo! <laughs> uh, so like we don't have a name yet. NATO's going to be on it. So yeah, uh, farmers only. The farmers only, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I do, I do love the name. But I do. We'll we'll figure something out. It's gonna be like a cross website, IP like brought to you by IP, hosted by myself. Uh, Destiny Two podcast, biweekly. It's gonna be seasonal, so there's only gonna be a few episodes, um, and we're gonna talk just all about Destiny. Um, it's going to be starting the weekend after Destiny goes comes out. So, like, the weekend of the 9th of September, I believe. So, look yeah. out for it. Um, we'll have, like, a name and logo and stuff. It's going to be on YouTube.com forward slash Irrational Passions and maybe other folks' YouTube channels as well. Uh, it's going to be really, really, really fun. Uh, and I can't wait for you all to see it. Beautiful. That's it. And where, where can they find you on the internet, Alex? I, the best place is Twitter. I'm at AlFighter27, uh, and you can get all the links to all the sites and podcasts and everything I host uh, from there. And uh, thanks for having me on, Nato. That's all right. You're more than always welcome. You, you, look, if you find another passionate anime uh, loving and doving, you just tell you hit me out when you want to talk about Yu Yu Hakusho, my dude. Because I will, look, I I would love to, but blessing is a hundred percent like lock down that like episode once we do Yu Yu Hakusho. But right. we'll, we'll see, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. But I have been Nato J eighteen. You can find me at Twitter on everything at Nato J eighteen. You can catch me on the comedy podcast Four Yanks One Aussie that comes out every Monday night in Australia, Tuesday in America. And look, once I eventually get my computer fixed properly, Distant Dungeoneers will be coming out. But, you know, that's that's a question mark at the moment because NATO's a bit poor after coming back from Australia and then having to pay house-related things. So I haven't got the money to fix my computer at the moment, I just realised. So that's sad. <laughs> um, this has been A-plus anime. I've been NATO. Thanks for listening. Love each other and watch some anime. Bye-bye. Next time on A Plus Anime, NATO continues to be Australian, and Ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much. What anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.